0: The MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play Fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold hard cash with their over- or under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGP and group, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. And make sure to check out our new Discord server, the perfect place to interact in sweat bets with the entire SGP and crew. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford. I am coming to you from Newcastle upon Tyne, in the northeast corner of a very hot and sunny England this afternoon. It's been cracking the flags. It's been beautiful. Um, today is Monday, July the eleventh, uh, and we are here at the handicap, a full slate of MLB games for Tuesday, July the twelfth. Um, it's the youth. Team with me. Uh today we'll start top left. Um hair looking very luscious and flowing. Uh Mr. Noah Bennick, Noah, how are you doing? Doing pretty good, Malcolm. Uh enjoyed the podcast yesterday that both of you guys
1: ran for us as uh me and Munaf were out, but um ready to get back in and
0: start a brand new week heading into the All-Star Game Festivities. Yeah, absolutely. Lots of fun stuff going up. I'm looking forward to getting my teeth stuck into bits and bobs of that. Peter Lonzo was uh Confirmed today for the home run derby. Uh, is he the yeah, last confirmed. Firm? I'm not sure. i tell you mine I will know though. Uh, Mr. Dylan Rockford, Dylan, how are you doing? I'm
2: doing well, boys. How are you today? Uh, yes, Pete Alonso is confirmed he will be participating in the home run derby. Just pencil it in already. This is his challenge, he's gonna win it. It's probably plus money, so hammer it. <laughs>
0: There's uh, no mech spy, you say, from you though, Dylan. No,
2: no, none.
0: It doesn't no, like you. any. Uh, I'll tell you what I've been getting excited for today. I've been watching loads of uh, open golf previews uh, on the TV. There's been loads of sort of historical replays and stuff like that. I was up at St. Andrews. I had a job up there fairly recently and I posted a few photos in the Slack channel because it's just the weirdest thing in, obviously, it's the most historic and famous golf course in the world uh, up there with Augusta National. And you can just walk around on there. There's no security. There's a, it's public right of way. So there's more people out there walking their dog and walking around the course um, than there is playing golf. And it's just the most surreal feeling standing on the 17th tee on the on the hole where they cut the corner off where they go over the hotel. Um, and yeah, you just stand around and have a little wander around all the fairways. It's really good. So I've got the buzz today for the golf by watching a few previews. Uh, so I'll be getting into the golf gambling podcast uh, with the Boston Capper. And Steve, uh, if you haven't listened to that, um, get yourself across. Um, I fancy a little bit of Matt Fitzpatrick this week, being a bit of a homer. So we'll see how that goes. So yeah, lots of good sport to look forward to. Uh, but tomorrow, a uh, full slate of MLB games, like we say, uh, and there's a double header. Uh, there's only one afternoon game, which is the first half of this double header. Uh, game one is a one ten Eastern first pitch. Uh, the double bill is the Chicago White Sox at the Cleveland Guardians. Um, I think they've got pitches mainly for the first game. Uh, The second one's a little bit more up in the air. Um, Dylan Cease is going to go for the White Sox in game one and Shane Bieber for Cleveland. Uh, So a real good pitching matchup. Uh, Lines for that one are... Close Chicago White Sox minus one fifteen, Cleveland minus one o five. Total here at eight and a half. Um, and I'll throw both legs of the double header uh, across to Noah. Noah, um, stellar matchup early in the day. I'm hoping we get it.
1: Um, I don't know if it's one hundred percent confirmed yet with the MLB, but on on their site. But, um, yeah, Dylan Cease, Jane Beaver, that would be... If you, if you ask for two starters in the AL Central, those would probably be the top two that you would get from other people, unless they go Lucas Giolito and um, Dylan Cease. But I think it's ridiculous that Cease didn't get named to the All-Star team. There's a couple other names that are out there that didn't get named and got snubbed big time. Um, we might sprinkle in, just sprinkle the names in as we go along. But um, for both games in this doubleheader, um, I, I think it's a little bit of a cat and mouse game why they haven't completely announced it yet. They could maybe not want to start both aces against each other, but you know, Cease on the year, he's seven and four with a two forty-five ERA, one hundred and thirty-three strikeouts, forty-three walks and ninety-two innings pitched. He has a .57 ERA in his last eight starts only three earned runs in his last 47.1 innings pitched and this guy didn't make the all-star team and then for shane Bieber, he's three and five with a 354 era 99 strikeouts 24 walks in 96.2 innings pitched. he has a 5.43 era in his last three starts so not really in his best form as of late it's hard to handicap these games further as we don't really know the pitchers confirmed and we don't really have lines yet so um unders are six and three in cleveland's last nine games and chicago is one and four in their last five games at progressive fields so that's what i'm going to leave the listeners for with that
0: yeah the, the under looked quite straightforward if i think six and bieber are I'd be confident they go. The fact that there's lines up uh, for that game as well. The second game has no odds. The second game looks like it's Davis Martin, a name I know nothing about, and Connor Pilkington, um, who we've talked about probably about a month ago was the last time he was cited um here on the MLB gambling podcast. So yeah, that second game I've got nothing for. Season Bieber, eight and a half, looks like a really good uh under uh, for that one. Um Dylan, with your with your lines that you look at, if you do you agree it's season bieber, and then what was your line on that game?
2: Yeah, I see actually nines out there at even money. I love the under. I set my total at 7.2, so I agree with Noah here with the under. But I'm going to take a shot at on with the Guardians. Malcolm, as much as I want to fade them right now, I think they'll win the first game of the doubleheader. All the numbers are telling you to back the White Sox with how bad the Guardians have been playing. But I actually made the Guardians a minus 125 favorite with Bieber on the mound. He's had success against the White Sox earlier in the year. He was able to go six innings, only give up one run. I think in the day game, Bieber on the mound. The Guardians, they'll be able to scratch out a win. they do. They I want to be on the right side of it when they turn this thing around. So I like the under and I also like Guardians here at minus
0: 105. Okey-doke. Uh, we'll crack on then. We'll brush past that second game. Uh, take it on at your peril. The next game is a 6-4 Eastern first pitch uh, between the Pittsburgh Pirates and the Miami Marlins. Uh, we're getting... A couple of these TBD pitchers out of the way early. Um, There's one more to come after this, uh, but Pittsburgh currently don't have a pitcher listed, and I couldn't find anything at all. Uh, Daniel Castano, left-handed pitcher, goes for Miami. Um, And no lines, um, obviously, with that Pittsburgh uh, pitcher missing. So we can skirt past this one, unless Dylan's got anything he wants to tell us about Pittsburgh at Miami.
2: Yeah, nothing. I don't I, I couldn't find a picture for Pittsburgh to save my life. So I ha- I have nothing. I have no lines for this one.
0: Oh, doke. look. Uh next, this is a game we can tell you things about. Seven oh five Eastern first pitch is the Seattle Mariners at the Washington Nationals, which is Chris Flexen uh, for Seattle. And it's my guy Jojo Gray uh, going for Washington. Um another close one on the money line. Seattle are minus one hundred fourteen, Washington minus one hundred five. This total here is nine and a half. Now, I handicapped these games at about 5 p.m. my time. Total was at ten and a half. Um, I checked again about two hours ago. Total was at ten. Uh, total is now down to nine and a half. Um, so it's catching up with my handicap here. Um, but uh, this one, um, who's having a look at this one? Noah, uh, we'll throw this back across to you. Uh, Mariners at the National.
1: Yes, yeah, Seattle, Washington. Yeah. Um... Seattle's kind of flying under the radar. If you ask somebody, like, hey, what's the team rolling right now? They would say Baltimore because Baltimore's one eight in a row. Yeah. Seattle's also one eight in a row here. And uh, honestly, like, this win streak here is I think flying under the radar under some people's noses. Uh, Washington has lost nine of their last 10 games. Uh, Chris Flexen he's five and eight with a four ERA this year, 66 strikeouts, 32 walks and 90 innings pitched on the road though. He's two and five with a 407 ERA, not too bad, but the record's a little bit, a little bit off there. And then uh, Washington, Josiah Gray, he's seven and five with a 414 ERA, 99 strikeouts, 36 walks and 87 innings pitched. Both guys like the, they, have the ability to strike a lot of guys out but they also walk quite a few guys um both teams have been hitting the ball very well lately and josiah gray he had 11 strikeouts in his last game against philly He's a 661 home ERA, though, Uh, with nine-mile-an-hour winds blowing out to right field. I'm going to kind of go against Malcolm a little bit. I'm going to take the over 9.5 in this game. I think that we might see some runs scored. The total set high for a reason. Uh, That's why it opened up there. I know it's climbing back down towards Malcolm, and a lot of the public um, and sharps early might have jumped on that under. Um, I think nine and a half is the right number. I'm going to take the over and you know what? How can you not take Seattle right now against Washington? They're minus one fifteen. I see. How, how do we not take Seattle guys?
0: No, you're absolutely right. That looks like uh, uh not a, not a misprice, but it's certainly very attractive. You're taking um, a team who have won uh, eight in a row, nine of the last 10, got themselves right into the uh, wild card race where, two or three weeks ago, it didn't look like they were going to get anywhere near that. The the one game back of Tampa Bay, two and a half games back of Boston uh, in the wild card race. The team just outside the picture, like you mentioned, is uh, crazily enough Baltimore. Um, and they're taking on Washington. They are um, whichever way you are just one of the worst teams um, in the league at the moment. So that um, line of Seattle minus 114 looks like a great price. I took the under here. Um, just because I'm currently liking both pitches. You know, I've probably banged on about Josiah Gray uh, every week now for his last four or five starts. Uh, Chris Flexen was up and down like the bride tonight. He, he settled down a little bit. Um, yeah, and I like I like both pitches. I think Seattle could probably get this done in a low-scoring game. Uh, so I'll take Seattle and I'll take the under. Uh, Dylan, what did you make this as is a is a total?
2: As uh, a total, 9.9. So I do like the over at 9.5 with Noah but this might be my lock of the day, a little tease, but I really like the Mariners here on the road taking on the Nationals. I made them a minus-130 favorite. They opened up a minus-115. I'm seeing as low as minus-112. I think we're getting good value here with Seattle. Like Noah said, nine out of the last ten uh, they won, while the Nationals are complete opposite. They've lost nine out of their last ten. I don't understand why this line is so close. Uh, I mentioned it about a week ago. Watch out for this manor team. They're getting hot. They're getting hot at the right moment. So I'm going to back Flex in here and the Mariners on the road. So give me the Mariners on the money line, minus 112.
0: 705 Eastern first pitch is the Cincinnati Reds at the New York Yankees. Graham Ashcraft goes for Cincinnati. And Garrett Cole is on the bump for the Yankees. Uh, The Yankees are, wow, minus 302. Very (laughs) prohibitive. Uh, Cincinnati plus 242 uh total here is set at eight um Ashcraft four and two 435 ERA is pitched 49 and two thirds with 29 strikeouts uh Garrett Cole is eight and two with a 326 ERA is pitched 99 and a third with 124 Ks um Ashcraft has well and truly gone off the rails um I think Munaf mushed him, effectively, um, after he <laughs> after he had a decent start. Uh, I don't know if Munaf was actually joking about buying some Rookie of the Year tickets. Uh, whatever, he's not winning them. Um, Ashcraft is 7.27 ERA in his last five. Um, 6.98 on the road. There was nothing to recommend either him or the Cincinnati Reds here. Um, it's a really dull pick, um, but the New York Yankees on the run line looks like um, finding money in the street, Dylan.
2: Yeah, uh, Yankees' big favorite here, like you said, Cole on the mound. I, I think the Yankees bounce back here after losing the last two of the Red Sox. Surprisingly, the Reds, they've been playing decent baseball. They've won four in a row, but now on the road against one of the best clubs in baseball, I think it's a much harder task than they're keeping up with. Uh, you always want to note that going away from Great American Ballpark, the Reds aren't good, 14-26 and 26 on the road. So I do agree with you. I, I'm going to take the Yankees on the run line, minus 125. And for the team total, I set my team total for the Yankees at 5.3. So if we could get a four and a half, five, I'll probably go over that as well.
0: Nice. Uh, Noah, did you have any fancy picks for this one or was it uh, Yankees all the way?
2: Um, fancy
1: picks, maybe I and Ashcraft walks, but I was going to save that for the sleeper props. Uh, nice. Part. But um, yeah, just keep it nice and simple, quick Yankees run
0: Okay, yeah. 707 Eastern first pitch. I promise this is our last TBD picture of the slate. Uh the Philadelphia Phillies and the Toronto Blue Jays. Um it's Philly uh, that I don't see a listed pitcher for. Um I've dug out um, Jose Barrios um for the Toronto Blue Jays. Um no lines as a consequence. Um and this one uh, Noah. nowhere. Um, anything to add to this one? Did you see a picture or or a line or have any thoughts at all? Um, no, not really. <laughs> no. Okay, that's yeah. fair enough. Short and sweet. Dylan, similar? Uh so I
2: actually got a picture for the uh the Phillies. I have um Bailey Folter going for them. Okay. And I kept actually Kevin Gossman going for the Blue Jays.
0: So I could be wrong. Oh well. But so that, that, with one hand, you give it you give us Bailey Falter with one hand and you take away the picture that we thought was going uh with the other hand. So <laughs> yeah, I've still got uh I've got Barrios and can't see Bailey. No, yeah, okay. Um we will carry on. We'll gloss over that one with no further uh, no further news. Two a seven ten Eastern first pitch which is the Boston Red Sox and the Tampa Bay Rays. Intriguing matchup here. Good game to handicap this one. Um, Chris Sale, lefty, is back uh, for Boston. And Corey Kluber uh, for the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, Do we have any lines on this? Uh, Boston are minus 125. Tampa Bay are plus 105. It's a home puppy. Total set at seven. Uh, Noah, um, the return of Chris Sale. What do you think?
1: The return of Chris Sale. I mean, I'm not willing to fade him. Maybe some people who have principles of home dogs might look to fade him. Both teams currently hold the top two wildcard spots in the AL. Last week, these two teams played against each other. Boston took the last two games in that three-game set. Um, In Boston's last seven games at the Trap, six of them have gone under. Um, But, yeah, big news. Uh, Way to – I mean, just throw the headline right out there. Is Chris Sale? Uh, he's scheduled to make his first start this year. He's ten and six in his career against Tampa Bay with a two ninety three ERA. And for Tampa Bay, the clue bot goes. Um, he's four and five on the year with a three sixty two ERA, seventy two strikeouts, thirteen walks, and eighty two innings pitched. I'm just I'm not gonna fade Chris Sale in his return. Um Boston they may not throw him deep into this game, so I'm gonna isolate the first five innings and just take Boston team uh their uh uh Boston money line for the first five innings. Couldn't get that out of them mouth.
0: Okay, so it's Boston first five then for Noah. Dylan, uh good game. This one. What side did you come down on?
2: Yeah, give me the home puppy here, Malcolm. I actually made the rays a minus one thirty favorite here at home. I'm gonna uh all I needed to see was his temper tantrum in the the back clubhouse mm-hmm. last week. So he's not right. I know it. He's no passionate. One knows it. Yeah. He's passionate. We're we're all passionate, but people show it in different ways. So I I back him right. I got a little more out of him. The red the Rays have owned the Red Sox this season, and I think it continues here in Tampa. So give me the home puppy.
0: Um, Boston. Um, now, sorry, Corey Kluber actually took on uh, the Boston Red Sox in his last start. Uh, the game in which he gave up zero in runs over six innings. Uh, before that, though, Kluber was just a little bit wobbly. He gave up five in runs and uh, the start before that against Toronto. And then it was uh, two and two. I, just, I thought the seven here was too low. I don't know how deep into the game Sale will go. Um, I know I faded the Tampa Bay Ray's lineup recently. recently. Uh, we talked last night about them missing Wanda Franco. Um, but also, the uh, their bullpen, I think, is going to be a little bit tired. They, they've used a lot of pitching um, on Sunday night. Uh, so we'll have to see how much they've recovered, you know, how much are they even playing tonight? I can't remember. Um, I think they are. Um, so I thought Sale might not get that deep into the game. And I thought Kuba might be good for two or three runs and maybe the bullpen can get us over the line. I just thought Seven was... Maybe half a run or a run too low here. Um, I wasn't good enough to split the two teams. um, So I think we can get over seven uh, and that'll be my pick. Um, All of these lines um, and bets, um, you want to get them on it. Win bet where you can use the bet $50 to win 200 bucks promotion. Uh, A $50 bet will qualify you for up to $200 in free bets. Uh, Also, um, baseball betting, um, it's a must bet at the win at the moment. Uh, The reduced juice, that's hard to say, in baseball games uh, makes the win the best place to bet MLB, the Fantasy Football Experience Contest still rolling. Um, If you bet $500 or more before July 31st, uh, you can win the Ultimate Fantasy Football Draft Experience at Encore Beach Club, which includes that two-night stay at the Win Resorts for you and your entire league. Uh, Loads to choose from. Just download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change, t's and c's at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough win bet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And Sleeper, the place where I assume you have your fantasy football leagues. I know I do. We were just talking a little bit of football off air before we got started here. It's not far away. Um, Sleeper have added a game-changing over or under uh, product. Choose your players, choose your props, choose your stake, and you can win two to twenty times the money you put in. Um, really good fun! You can get involved with all your friends. You can copy their picks with the tap of a button. Uh, chat a little bit of smack in there uh, and win a few, win a few dollars or pounds, whichever side of the Atlantic you're playing on. Um, sleepercom MLB is the place to get the first deposit match up to one hundred dollars. Um, so join our squad and use the code sleeper.com slash SGPMLB. T's and C's apply, see Sleeper's terms of use for details. Noah, what were those uh, strikeout props you threw out earlier on? Was that in the Seattle-Washington game?
1: Yeah, the Seattle-Washington game. I, no, 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 it was uh, Cincinnati. I had Graham Ashcraft maybe look for his walks against the Yankees. No, okay. The okay. The Yankees actually walk the most in the MLB this year. Uh, an average of 3.86 times a game. So just like I said in in podcasts prior, um, the strategy that I kind of look for when it comes to walks or strikeouts per game on pitchers is uh, if a, if a team's walking over three and a half times a game, that's uh, teams that I kind of look for to fade a pitcher on uh, taking like a walks prop, or if it comes to strikeouts prop, i take a team that's striking out 8.75 times a game or higher. Um, just a couple, a short list that I wrote down was Castano over K's because Pittsburgh, they have a very bad strikeout rate. Um, Uh, That Pittsburgh probable pitcher, um, whoever it is, I'm going to be looking at it in the morning when the line comes out to see if they could possibly get over 2.5, over 3.5 Ks. Um, The sales strikeout uh, rate because this Tampa Bay team has been prone to striking out this year. Uh, David Peterson for the Mets Ks, Josh Winder Ks, Adrian Sampson Ks, Jordan Lyles Ks, Luis Garcia Ks. Cindergard walks and Dallas Keuchel walks. That's just kind of my short list that I have right now. We'll see when the lines come out tomorrow morning.
0: Uh, your definition of a short list is different than mine, Noah. Uh, but we'll crack <laughs> on with a 720 Eastern first pitch between the New York Mets at the Atlanta Braves, which is uh, David Peterson uh, for the New York Mets. And Spencer Strider, uh, fantasy darling lately, uh, goes for the Atlanta Braves. Uh, the lines on this one. Are the Mets are plus 135 Atlanta? Uh, relatively short here, minus 158. Total set at eight and a half. Uh, Dylan, your New York Mets here. Um, they're not often this big a price. Do you fancy them tomorrow?
2: No, I actually made the Braves a minus 150 favorite, so I'm not going to touch the side, but I do think the total is a little low, so I'll go over eight here. I set my total at nine. Traders look good in his last few starts, but he does have a higher ERA at home than he does on the road. 3.5, 3.15 ERA at home is uh, giving up 12 runs on 28 hits. So he can give up a few runs here. Uh, Now with Peterson, he's given up three runs in his last two starts. So I I think with the pitching matchup here, both pitchers will be able to give up a few runs. And I think with how good the lineup is for both teams, I think we could get over this number. So I'm going to go over eight here.
0: Okay. Um, I sided with the Braves here. It wasn't a very uh exciting pick. at a, a relatively short price minus one fifty eight. Um, I quite like Atlanta this entire series. I picked them uh, on last night, show to do the business uh, in the Monday games, which are going to start uh, in a couple of hours here. I think it's a good spot. I like the pitching matchups for Atlanta throughout the series, and I just think that they're um. The bats are a little bit hotter than New York at the moment. So I'm going to take Atlanta. It might be a unit and a half play at the price, uh, but I'm happy to take the Braves and see if we can get a simple win over the line here. Uh, Noah, New York, Mets at Atlanta. Yeah, I'm I'm on uh, Atlanta with you, Malcolm. I just think
1: that the Braves have sort of had the Mets number as of late. They're 4-2 in their last six games against New York. I know it's not a huge sample size, but it just feels like it's been inevitable since the Braves have began this hot run that they were going to make this division a close race in the second half of the season.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. The, uh, like we said last night, the Mets can hear the footsteps uh, at the moment. 7.40 Eastern. <laughs> First pictures the Milwaukee Brewers at the Minnesota Twins, uh, which is Jason Alexander, uh, my favourite feed. I'm um, going for the Brewers and Josh Winder, Winder, Winder. Uh, I'm going to go with what? Yeah, should we go with Winder? Uh, yeah. We will go with Josh Winder for the Minnesota Twins. Uh, the Brewers are plus one ten. The Twins are minus one thirty. Totally is set at nine. Um, Alexander is two and one. Uh, 475 ERA has pitched 36 innings with 17 strikeouts Winder is 4-2 and two with a 312 ERA 40 and a third pitched and 27 strikeouts um, eventually managed to get Alexander beat last time out um, all the contact he'd been given out and be getting away with it I think it was about three times I went to the well and three times I was turned away uh, with Jason Alexander getting away with it but eventually the Chicago Cubs uh, duffed him up last time out um, and I'm looking to follow up here. Um Josh Winder's got a nice uh three fourteen home ERA. It's only in 14 innings pitched, he's done a lot of his pitching on the road this season. Um, he's got one horror start at Oakland, but generally he's been pretty reliable. Um and I do like the Minnesota bats more than the Milwaukee bats at the moment. Um I quite liked the over nine. Um just with like I say, Alexander, I think it's gonna be good for four or five here and Winder should contribute a little bit uh, but I do think Minnesota will get the job done and that's going to be my play at minus 135 Dylan
2: yeah I like the over I set my total at 9.3 but I'm going to I got to play on this side Like you, I'm going to be fading Alexander here. It's going to be Twins' money line for me. I can't back the Brewers right now. They almost just got swept against the Pirates. Uh, And now they're going to be going on the road to take on the Twins, who they're pretty good at home, 25-18 and straight up. It just might be a bad spot for the Brewers. The Twins are, like you said, a better hitting team right now than the Brewers. I think Winder on the mound, he'll be able to limit the Brewers who have been struggling. So give me the Twins here at home, minus 130. I was able to get them on the money line.
0: Those uh, poopy pirates have been uh, keeping me in beer money over the last week or so. I've been constantly annoying Moon off by picking them as my dog. Uh, And then they keep winning, so I won't have a bad word set against those pirates, Dylan. (laughs) Uh, Noah, uh, what did you think of this one?
1: So... I don't know if you guys remember, but the last time I came on the podcast, we were kind of sniffing out that maybe the totals on the Twins have shifted. Um, since we had Kinsig on the podcast, he was talking about how the Minnesota Unders have been hitting like crazy this year. Well, in their last 10 games, the over is hit in eight of them. So I really feel like the – uh, books have kind of adjusted this number because in their last five games, the over is hitting all five. So it really seems like they're trying to hammer this thing home and kill this trend. And like you've been mentioning, um, we're fading this guy on the Brewers. And then, um, you know, Winder might be good for one or two. Jason Alexander with that 475 ERA that, we're, that wears heavy on him. And I think he's due for a couple, like you guys have been saying. Uh, I'll take the over on this one as, as well and take the, uh, the twins on the money line here.
0: Next is a 745 Eastern first pitch. The LA Dodgers go to the St. Louis Cardinals, where Mitch White will take the mound for the Dodgers. And the lefty for St. Louis is Matthew Liberatore. Uh, the Dodgers are minus 135. That line has shifted a little bit. Um, I saw minus 125 earlier on. Uh, a little bit of money there for the Dodgers. St. Louis are plus 115. Total here is set at nine, uh, and Dylan, you can take us through the Dodgers at the Cards.
2: Yeah, give me the Dodgers here. Uh, I got them, like you said, Malcolm, at a minus one twenty-five earlier in the day. I like them up to a minus one fifty. I just think we got to continue to fade the Cardinals till they show us. Otherwise, three and seven in their last ten. While the Dodgers, they've won eleven of their last twelve. Just two teams going in different directions. I think they're cruising to the all-star break, the Dodgers, as the best team. So I got to take the Dodgers here at this short price because I really don't know when we might get them at this short of a number again. So I'll be on the Dodgers here on the money line. I think they win.
0: 100% agree with you, Dylan. That was my pick. Um, it was a preference of the two pitchers. Well, sorry, it wasn't. It was a double preference. I had a preference for White over Liberatore. Um, I had a preference for the Dodgers lineup over the Cards lineup at the minute. Um, so... At that point, it just seems fairly prudent to take the LA Dodgers at a decent price, minus 135. Uh, let's not overcomplicate that one. Uh, Noah Dodgers at the cards. Yeah,
1: if you guys missed out on that good price, don't forget that this team just hits run lines like it's nothing. Um, I think yeah. they've only missed it in five of their wins out of like 51 or 52 now on the year. It's kind of been crazy that uh, the rate of win, when they've been winning, they win by two or more. So... Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, just if you miss out on the price, that's where I would be landing too. Is the run line
0: eight oh five Eastern first pitch is the best team in baseball. The Baltimore Orioles uh, travel to the Chicago Cubs. Uh, Jordan Lyles takes the mound for Baltimore, and Adrian Sampson is on the bump for the Cubs. Who are a minus one fourteen, uh, just the favorites. Baltimore a minus one oh five total here. He's set at nine and a half. Uh, we'll come back to you, Noah. Uh, can Baltimore keep rolling? Yeah, I think so. Uh, why would you fade them right now?
1: They're, everybody's talking about them, and that might be why you fade them, but I don't think it's right here in the spot because, uh, like we've said, they won eight in a row. Both of these teams have also been great under squads with 14 of the Orioles' last 20 games being under and six of the Cubs' last nine games hitting the under. The total, we have it uh, pretty enticing there with. Um, you know it, it's enticing to the over so you got to kind of just swim with your uh nose plugged a little bit here with uh, jordan lyles on the mound for baltimore he's five and seven with a four five era 81 strikeouts 31 walks and 98 innings on the surface it's not a pretty line but lyles has only surrendered two runs in his last 12.1 innings pitched the last two games that he's started and for the cubs we have adrian sampson who's zero and zero on three starts this year. He has a 291 ERA, 19 strikeouts, three walks and 21.2 innings pitched. Uh, Just like that Seattle game, how can we fade uh, Baltimore here? And plus we're getting them at an underdog price here. Uh, So I like Baltimore and I lean under as well.
0: Uh, Dylan, do you back Noah up there?
2: Yeah, absolutely. How can how can you not back the Orioles right now? I, a little line movement, though, in this one. The Orioles opened up at a big underdog, plus 110, and now they're shorter underdog at minus 105, yeah. I see. So I was able to grab that plus 110. I still like them. I actually made them uh, a minus 117 favorite. So I, I – it goes back to Noah. How, how can we not back the Orioles here? Just like the Mariners, they've been the most profitable team all year. If you were to back the Orioles in every game this season, you would be up fourteen units. So, I, I think we got to get used to seeing the Orioles at these prices. I, I'm I'm very I'm still in shock seeing the Orioles at minus one forty minus one fifty fa- favorite. But uh. But I'm just going to continue to ride with this team, and they're doing it all with legit no payroll. Max Scherzer is making more money this year than the whole team. <laughs> I <so. laughs> saw that stat too. I was going to read it all. Yeah, that that's that's crazy. I mean, yeah. you got to give this team props. A little market like that in Baltimore, they're exciting. I, I just got to keep backing them. So I'm going to take this uh, short home puppy in this one.
0: Um, I'll, well, I'll tell you how we're going to get. To Baltimore beat boys and that's because we're going to take the Chicago Cubs on the money line um it's time it's time to get Baltimore beat um let's just remember um who they are Jordan Lyles you just can't trust him on the road he um he had a decent start at Minnesota uh to start to go apart from that though I mean, he gets lit up 589 Road era um and there's something about going into the Chicago Cubs I never see uh settled pitcher I tend to watch a lot of Cubs games because they have a lot of more day games so I get to see more of those than I'll get to see West Coast games and the pitchers never look settled in there uh, so I think Lyles is going to wobble tomorrow uh, and he's going to um, unship this Baltimore winning streak uh, Samson hasn't been terrible since he came in um, the Cubs have been scoring some runs they had a bit of a mad one last night against the Dodgers um, they got beat but they did they did put some runs up so I think they can get to Lyles tomorrow and uh, and I think when the next time I speak to you boys, you'll be thinking, wow, why didn't we back the Chicago Comes at minus 114? Uh, and you'll all doff your cap, et cetera, to me. Uh, so we this will take team the is comes... awful
1: at home. Yeah.
0: Not tomorrow, mate. <laughs> Don't. you <laughs> are only dealing in what's happening tomorrow. And tomorrow, they're going to be good. 8.05 Eastern first pitch is the Oakland Athletics at the Texas Rangers. Uh, James Caprelian. Goes for Oakland and Glenn Otto uh, is the man on the hill for Texas. So, are a minus 170 favourite. Oakland are plus 143. Totally are at eight and a half. Um, James Caprillian is one and five with a 506 ERA, has pitched 64 innings with 41 strikeouts. Uh, Glenn Otto was four and five with a 526 ERA, has pitched 51 and one third with 40 strikeouts. Very similar lines, actually. um, the two pitches. Capralian's um, recent form has been good. Um, 278 ERA in his last five, uh, including one earned run start his last twice against Toronto and Seattle, uh, both slightly more potent lineups in this Texas team. Um, Glenn Otto, I don't know how he, ma- he made it under the under my guy list because when I look at him in a bit more depth today, he's been horrible. I think he had one half decent start at the New York wets on a Friday night. And I think I kind of fell in love with that a little bit. Um, <laughs> yeah, I did adopt him and then I, I didn't. And I've, uh, I've disowned him today. He's been cut loose, unfortunately. And um, he's been really wobbly Five seventy three in his last 5 um, he It's got an eight or two home ERA. Uh, Texas have got a home losing record. Um, there's no way you can back Texas at minus 170. You'd absolutely be mad. Um, no feelings on the total. So I think you have to take a punt with Auckland at plus 143. Um, so yeah, that'll be my play. I'll take the big dog. Uh, Oakland Athletics on the road. Uh, Dylan?
2: Yeah, so we handicapped Glenn Otto yesterday, but now we get Otto, malcolm uh i'll I'll, I'll have the same opinion like i had yesterday i'll take a shot with the rangers here on the run line minus uh plus 125 i needed any sort of a plus price to be on the run line like you said i don't want to give out minus 170 i even see minus 175s out there uh the rangers they've been playing some close games recently but I, i think with the bats that they have they'll be able to win this game convincingly at home the last two games the A's have lost have been by four or more runs so when they do lose I I think they don't really cover the run line so I'll take a shot at this plus money here give me the Rangers on the run line
0: okay so me and Dylan take exact opposite sides of that one and Noah can you split the tie
1: I'll split it with this. I like the under. The under is hitting <laughs> eight of Oakland's last eight. And Caprillion has been dealing. You know what? Malcolm is a sucker for this auto kid. He's going to disown him today. You know what happens when you just disown your kids. They, they, throw impress, you. they, they impress you the next day. They, they bring you home, hey, Dad, can I have this chocolate bar? I, I have one for you, too. That's what Bob's going to do the next time he walks yeah. into the room with the chocolate bar. So uh, give me the under with both <laughs> <laughs> of these guys. I just think it's uh that's something that's completely off the wall that not a not a lot of people are gonna uh, take here, and um, inside Globe Life, big park, and Oakland actually plays better away from home, and they're high pressure, four thousand fans in attendance every day. So I like the under here.
0: Um, Dylan, it only came to my attention last night, about five minutes after we finished recording, that we missed the chance to mush a no-hitter. Um, the MLB Gambling Podcast record of three and zero in mush and no-hitters. Uh, Houston were thrown a no-hitter last night, um, and we could have mushed it there and then. Um, but it was only when I got um, we, we finished recording that I realised that we were, were going in the sixth inning, and it didn't uh, it didn't last much longer. Um, but we could have curtailed it much sooner than it had had we known. Uh, and improved our record to 4-0, so we need to be a bit sharper uh, watching out for the no-hitter mushing. Um, I'm going to tell you a little bit about Trade Coffee. Uh, I know it's Dylan, by far Dylan's favourite coffee suppliers. Um, Trade Coffee will bring you coffee from independent um, and the best craft roasters, uh, small businesses in the country who pay the farmers fair prices, to sustainably source the greatest beans from around the world. Uh, so if you're a coffee snob or you just know what you like, um, Trade Coffee will sort you out uh, with a bag of freshly roasted coffee as either whole beans or ground, whatever you use. And if you don't love your first order, they'll replace it for free. If you answer a couple of questions on the website, you'll get your own personalised variety of coffee. Uh, Trade are offering new subscribers a total of $30 off the first order, plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com slash SGP. Uh, that's 40 cups of coffee for free. So get started by taking the quiz at drinktrade.com slash SGP uh, and let trade find you a coffee you love. That's drinktrade.com slash SGP for $30 off. Uh, next is an A10 Eastern first
1: pitch. I have breaking news, Malcolm, if you want to Oh, share. hey. Me. Uh,
0: Let's go. On,
1: on Ronald Acuna's Instagram per Ken Rosenthal. So... He's competing in the home run derby this year. Okay. So there's number two.
2: Awful decision. (laughs) Why would you do that?
1: It might it might actually fix his swing, get him out of the slump.
2: Why is it a bad because Pete Alonso owns the home run derby? Come on, kid. I
1: I I think it might help him get out of the slump. Who knows? I hope it gets him more of in the
2: slump, to be honest. I
0: hope <laughs> with this more. Uh, I have no opinion either way. I'll let you two fight that out. Uh, 8-10 Eastern first pitch is the Detroit Tigers at the Kansas City Royals. Uh, they played this afternoon in a pretty ugly game. Kansas City scraped at winning. Uh, Bo Brisky um, goes for the Tigers. And the lefty Chris Brubich is on the hill. For Kansas City, you are a minus one thirty favorite with Detroit at plus one ten, and the total set at eight and a half. And uh, Noah, uh, sorry, Dylan, um, Bo Brisky has been kind to us uh, relatively recently. You, uh, you fancying him tomorrow?
2: No, I, I probably won't bet this game personally, but for the show, uh, I'll pick the Royals here at home. I don't really trust either pitcher, but I do think the bats of the Royals have been better than the Tigers for right now. Brisky, like you said, he has he did have a nice outing his last start against the White Sox, but I think maybe regression will start to sit in for him. But I, I'll, I'll take for the show, I'll take the Royals, but I'll probably not bet this game.
0: Um, On the subject of the Tigers, I'm guessing, Noah, you saw this. Did you uh, see Robbie Grossman lose his um, streak of uh, games without a field in error last night?
1: Let me just say this. It wasn't a streak because his last error was the stupid Minnesota loss from the, like, April or whatever. I don't know if you remember it, but it went off the tip of his glove. They didn't give that an error. So that's his second game uh, losing error on the year. Um it, it, I I don't forget those minor uh minor things in the outfield. You shouldn't Clearly. Really drop a ball in the outfield. It, it's uh just minor league stuff. I I can't believe we have three guys that have played somewhat in the major leagues and still Grossman is like the uh, all all hail the king cuz he had 20 home runs last year. Um but uh I I I had a rebuttal. Uh, Dylan Dylan might forget that I'm like a Florida Gators fan. So I do like Pete. I'm not against polar bear Pete, um, but also to uh, maybe give us some brownie points from the boss. Happy birthday, Sean, but also <laughs> it's Bo brisky. And he said on his other podcast, boo brisky. So it was a little bit of funny laugh the way he pronounced his name, but that kid, went out and dealt against the White Sox. I'm gonna to continue to tail him until he has that inevitable blow up out of it.
0: Yeah, I think I have to tail him as well. He got me uh one of my Moon half annoying um underdog wins. Um I think maybe last Saturday night I remember thrashing around in bed uh while this was uh I think it was close. They they got it done. Um there was runners on in the in the ninth inning, but brisky got me the uh, the big underdog win. Um, and I'm going to take him again tomorrow. Um, like I think I said w- I watched this game earlier on, and both lineups are going to be inconsistent. Both these sides are going to be yeah. hard to handicap coming down the stretch. They've got a lot of young players. Um, even Kansas City got a lot of kids in there. Uh, um hit a home run today. Uh, Kyle Isbell. I think Edward Olivares is going to get a little bit of run. Bobby Witt Jr. was doing all sorts. Uh, they were stealing bases, so. Um, they're going to be quite good fun, but it's going to be really tricky to handicap them. Uh, Detroit, the same. They're trying to get a run out of Torkelson and Riley Green. Um, and, yeah, it's, and, and the young pitchers like Brisky. So I'm going to keep telling Brisky, um, slight underdog price here at plus 110. Yeah. Uh, and Noah, you want to uh, add something to this? I want to...
1: I want to timestamp 43 minutes because I think it's another quote that can get posted by the uh, sports gambling podcast team, media, media team. I've been thrashing around on bed on Saturday night. That's another
0: (laughs) great Malcolm quote. Well, because see, half of these games I feel like I'm in a fever dream listening to because I'll put the radio call and then just fall asleep and then I'll wake up and it'll be sort of five past three in the morning. And it's often, like in the bottom of the ninth. So I sort of get 45 seconds of the last out or something. Uh, and I just remember sort of arms and legs going as you try to over the line.
1: Um, just imagine imagine somebody that didn't listen to the podcast looking at a graphic that said I was thrashing around in bed. Was around in bed. I was thrashing around in bed.
0: Yeah, I noticed <laughs> someone published that said uh, that I was You're- bouncing around the lounge like a spring lamb. Which is a perfectly normal phrase. I don't know why everyone was getting so head up about that one uh, after say, Suzuki's inside the park if, home run last if week. You told an American the name like ten
1: animals, a lamb wouldn't pop up in their head in that first ten. I'm just telling you.
0: Probably That's just something wouldn't. that it it gambles, doesn't it? Uh, it bounces around. I gamble. Yes, not well, you don't. Uh, so we've got two for the Tigers and one for the Royals. Shut up. Let's go. Eight forty Eastern first pitch. It's the San Diego Padres and the Colorado Rockies. Which is Mike Clevenger uh, for the Padres and Austin Gomba, lefty for the Rockies. Uh, plus one fifteen home puppy Dylan alert uh, for the Rockies. San Diego a minus one thirty five. Tony is set at eleven uh we'll let you um lead us off with this one dylan no we won't yes. we'll go okay. yeah go on then
2: <laughs> no you're good i uh, you threw a curve you threw a curveball to me but uh yeah i'm gonna go with a total here i was able to get a ten and i'll go over that i set my total at 11.4 so even at an 11 i like the over the rockies have had the padres numbers this season so with, with that and them being able to score a decent amount of runs on them, I think here at Coors Field with the wind blowing out of center field, nine-mile-an-hour winds at that, I think the ball is going to be flying off the bat here. I think the Padres, they'll be able to get a few runs off Gomber, who in his last three home starts have given up four runs, five runs, and nine runs. So I'm going to be fading him. I think the Padres will be able to get enough runs, and I think the Rockies will contribute a little. So going to go over 10.5 or 11, whatever you can get.
0: Yeah, I'll chip in with my pick there because it's exactly the same. Uh, all I've written down is more runs over 10 and a half. I've got runs in the game that's going off tonight. Um, the numbers are relatively high, but um, I think Gomba's going to be good for possibly half a dozen. Um, and Colorado can get the Clevenger for a little few. So I did also see that um, 10 and a half earlier on, which has shifted to 11, but um, I'm okay taking that. Uh, Noah, what do you think of this one?
1: Are the Padres the new San Francisco Giants? Because they're 4-10 and 10 in their last 14 games, and they're just not scoring. Uh, they've only scored more than four runs in one of their last 10 games. So that is very San Francisco Giants to me. Maybe Coors Field is exactly what the doctor ordered, but in their last 10 games in Colorado, they're 0-10. Um, so really, I San Diego... They have Mike Clevenger on the mound. He's two one with a three thirty four ERA, thirty six strikeouts, twelve walks, and thirty five innings pitched this year. In twenty twenty two, he has a road ERA of two sixty seven. If you guys don't win this game, it's almost auto fade for me because Austin Gomber his ERA at Coors Field this year is six ninety two. He's four and seven on the year with fifty nine strikeouts, twenty three walks, and seventy eight innings. I'm giving the Padres one last game because they should be able to crush Gomber. They should be able to win this game with Clevenger on the mound. If they don't, I'm putting them on the naughty step, as Malcolm would say.
0: <laughs> yeah, we need more people on the naughty step. We don't have enough on there. Uh, <laughs> next is the 9.38 uh, Eastern first pitch between the Houston Astros and the LA Angels. Uh, Luis Garcia uh, for Houston. And Noah Syndergaard uh, goes for the Angels. Uh, intriguing matchup, this one. Um I saw this as a pickem earlier on. Uh, lines have shifted slightly in Houston's favor. Uh, minus one thirty, the Astros. The Angels are plus one ten. Totally, a set at eight and a half, um, and I saw that total at seven and a half uh, earlier. And that's this has kind of mucked up my handicap a little bit. Um, Garcia is seven and five with a three eighty one ERA. He's pitched eighty two and two thirds with eighty seven strikeouts. Syndergaard is five and seven with a three eighty four ERA. 70 and a third with 55 strikeouts. Uh, Garcia's been struggling a little bit of late. Um, 533 ERA in his last five starts. Somehow he's gone four and one in those starts as well. Um, he's two and three on the road with a 237 ERA, which is a bit better. So I don't really know which Garcia we're going to get tomorrow. Are we going to get the one that's got a decent road, um, a road split, or are we going to get the one that struggled? Recently, Syndergaard, conversely, has a better ERA, 360 in his, ERA, uh, in his last five starts. But it's one and four over that spell. So pretty much exactly the reverse of what Garcia has done. Um, four of Syndergaard's last five starts have been decent, though. He did throw one bad one in. Um, Houston will be missing Jordan Alvarez, who's gone to the IL with a the- sore hand. Um, this looks like preventative maintenance to me, I think, with a little break coming up. Um, you'll probably see a few players. Um, it's quite traditional that some of the some players will go on the IL and then add on a little bit of extra time and just get them a couple of weeks off. Um, this was really hard. Uh, I think the key fact here is the Angels suck. Uh, therefore, <laughs> um, very scientific. I'll take Houston at minus one thirty. Uh, Dylan, you go.
2: Yeah, uh, I, I think we will see a good. Outing from Garcia, the one on the road, like you said, he does have a lower ERA on the road than at home. I'm going to be on the Astros here. I was actually able to grab that pick price of a minus 110. I saw that. But even at a minus 125, minus 130 that I'm seeing now, I still like him. I favored him up to a minus 145. I just didn't understand why this game was so close. The Angels are coming off getting swept by the Orioles, and they've actually lost eight of the last 10. I, I can't back them. Like you said, they, they, they suck. They suck, yeah. and yeah. and this Astro team, they've just been on a roll. Eight and two in their last ten. This team has no quit in them. Even when they were down to the Royals, I think, about a week ago, they just always find ways to win. They play well on the road, 29 and 17 on the road, straight up. And Garcia, he's been better on the road, like we said. So I think the Astros win here, and the losing streak continues for the Angels. So give me the Astros here.
0: Uh, Noah, three for three on Houston. Yeah, three for three on Houston,
1: and great point by Insano in the chat. Um, Syndergaard has one of the worst hold percentages and uh, most amount of steals given up on the season. He's just got this big leg kick that he's uh, been pretty stubborn about getting rid of in his mechanics. And um, I don't know if you saw it at all during the Marlins series or there's somebody else that they were basically saying – watch this guy go and then th- the announcers were and then there he goes stealing second bases it was a pretty uh, viral quip uh, I, don't, I don't know maybe it was friday or saturday one of the two days but yeah um syndergaard gives up a, a ton of a ton of stolen bases so yeah, it might not be a bad prop to look at one of these Astros speedsters, maybe even Tucker. We know he's pretty aggressive on the base pass. I don't know if you saw that clip of uh, somebody trying to fix their pitch com and Tucker tried to take home. I think it was against yes. the Yankees in that in that game. Um, so maybe, maybe a Tucker stolen base because we know he's aggressive. Um, but, yeah, Astros
0: on the money line here. Syndergaard's always had that issue. I remember watching him pitch for the Mets and, can't remember who stole the base on, but it was someone who had no business. It was Albert holes or um <laughs> it was Jesus Aguilar or someone who I could beat over uh, a ninety feet foot race. Um <clears throat> and yeah, uh, Syndergaard, just, the, the people have run all over him for a couple of years really um should do something about that. Um yeah, the, it's
2: just like Real quick, I'd yeah, like on. to just add something. I, I've watched him when the Mets called him up, and he's always had that big stride uh, along to the plate. And, yeah. like you said, he, he's been very stubborn. Ron Darling, Keith Hernandez on the broadcast, they always mention, like, you would figure as a guy who throws that hard, he would kind of try to shorten up maybe just a little quick pitching, especially in the stretch. So, I don't know. He's always been like that. People steal off him. He and he doesn't really do a good job holding batter, uh, holding runners either. Like he doesn't, he'll throw over one time and then the guy will be like, all right, he's not throwing over. So those are steals. So I I do like that. I think that was a good point in the comments.
0: Excellent. Uh, All angles covered tonight. Uh, Final game uh, of the slate is the Arizona Diamondbacks and the San Francisco Giants, which is the lefty Dallas Keuchel for the D-backs. And Logan Webb draws the start for San Francisco um, short price favorite, the Giants, uh, minus 220. Arizona are plus 180. Totally, ever set at eight. Keigel is two and six with a 763 ERA, 48 and one third pitch, 34 strikeouts. Uh, Webb seven and three, 298 ERA, 105.2 innings pitched, 88 strikeouts. Um, Keigel is a right old mess, 10 In his last five starts, six earned runs, uh, three times he's given up in that period as well. Um, I've written the word mess down twice. That tells you how much of a mess he is. Uh, Logan Webb, 132 um, ERA in his last five. Um, Solid start. After solid start, you get out of Webb. Um, I kind of feel like I'm finishing my handicap in here where I started with Cincinnati and New York and a fairly bloodless pick of the San Francisco Giants on the run line. Um, I did have the plus 110 written down. That line is gone. Be interested to see what it pops back up as. Uh, the Giants' bats have woken up a little bit as well over the weekend. Um, so hopefully they can keep that rolling. And I think they should put this to bed quite early. So uh, San Francisco Giants on the run line for me. Uh, Noah, what do you get uh, this game?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty pissed off at Keuchel, uh, we, I It wasn't just me. I think there was somebody else that locked this over um in the it was like diamondbacks colorado yeah yeah and he went out there and dealt it was seven innings (laughs) it it was seven innings three runs and he had four strikeouts zero walks i was just like why like (laughs) we throw up a double lock on on the uh, graphic and keichel just finds 2017 keichel out of nowhere um but yeah uh I think you still have to fade Keiko. I don't think he has the ability as of right now to repeat that performance. Um, and even still, I think the Diamondbacks ended up losing that game, if I'm not wrong. Uh, I don't know if that's the correct saying. Um, but I, I think Malcolm's right. I think the Giants might have found their bats here in this last series against the Padres. They put up 12 runs in that Sunday game. So I like the spread minus one and a half here in this game
0: uh dylan same question uh d backs at giants
2: yeah three for three give me another run line here uh i got the giants like you malcolm at plus 110 i even i I like them up to a minus 130 so i'm willing to lay a small number this this handicap is simple we've talked about it before on the pod we're we're just going to continue to fade keichel this is going to be another one of those games especially with how bad he is on the road I think he might be broken. So until further notice, <laughs> uh, l- let's just continue to fade Keiko. Giants minus one and a half.
1: So yeah. I went I went and dug the stat up as well. I like looking at these. Arizona, they're four and 16 in their last 20 games in the Bay.
0: Okay. That's more than good enough for me. No, I love that stat. Well done. Um, lock and dog time to come momentarily after I've told you about IP Vanish. Uh, IP Vanish, the VPN, which will protect... All of your data by encrypting 100% of it, things like your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Uh, Your physical location the same. IP Vanish uh, will make you virtually invisible online. You can use it on unlimited devices, uh, including your Fire Stick when you're streaming stuff um an ip vanish offering 70% off the yearly plan for our listeners with a 30 day money back guarantee um ip vanish is dead easy to use tap one button you're instantly covered so take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on trustpilot go to ipvanish.com/sgp Use the promo code SGP to claim that seventy percent savings. Ipvanish.com slash SGP. Okay, here we are just cracking on for the hour mark now. Perfect timing, boys. Um three locks and three dogs. Uh, Dylan, lead us off, man.
2: Okay, so I, I was I told you guys I thought I was gonna take the Mariners as my lock, but I switched it as much as we were talking about it. I, I, I just got to continue to ride the Astros here. So I'm going to take the Astros here on the money line. Going to continue to fade the Angels. Uh, yeah, the Angels are just bad right now. You can't fade them. Uh, you can fade them. Uh, and for my, my dog, let's see. I have a couple dogs or a couple plus prices. I'm going to take the Rays. Going to fade Chris Sale here. Going to take the home puppy. Uh, just, I just don't like the temper tantrums. He, he's not a kid, so passion, passion. Um, you know, I'm gonna take the Rays. <laughs> I think Kluber, he, he'll he'll bounce back here. So I, I just think the Rays are a better team right now. So give me the Rays here at plus one ten as my dog of the day.
0: So the Rays and the Astros for Dylan and Noah. What have you got? So for my over, I'm going
1: or my lock i'm going over nine in milwaukee minnesota uh if you can get it at eight and a half even better but uh jason alexander and you know the twins i really think that some of the books have fixed this under issue that they had earlier in the season uh eight of the last ten five of the last five have hit the uh, uh over here and for my dog it was between a big one and just a reasonable Uh, underdog price and i'm going to go at the the reasonable underdog price give me san francisco minus one and a half plus 110 against the diamondbacks at home um i'm going back to that well fade keichel
0: yeah yeah that's fair enough um my luck will be the new york yankees on the run line minus 125 it's not very exciting but i absolutely love it um yeah, Ashcraft's uh, toast for me. He is on the naughty step and I think the New York Yankees will score early and often here. Um, so give me Garrett Cole and the Yankees on the run line at minus 125. Got two dogs in play. I do like that. San Francisco Giants run line, Noah. Um, I don't know whether to go double dog. Um, I'm going to give another chance to my guy, uh, Bo Brisky. Hey. I'll take Det- Detroit at plus 110. And um, There's nothing really to split these two teams. Kansas got over the line today. Um, if Brisky with a little bit of a better start than to put up uh, this afternoon, then Detroit could edge a close one tomorrow, so I'll take Detroit here at plus 110. Um, and that, ladies and gents, uh, concludes our Handicapping of the Tuesday games. Um, that was lots of fun. Uh, two things I need to tell you about. Firstly, um, the Golf Gambling Podcast uh, is must-listen this week. Uh, loads of action on the Open uh, over here all your DFS players as well um, so go and listen to Boston Capper and Steve and the gang um, and obviously don't forget the Discord channel um, the Slack channel has moved across to Discord uh, loads of fun stuff going on loads of fun faces and names that you'll recognise in there as well um, Dylan Noah anything you want to tell us about before we clear off out of here no
2: not really just uh, follow uh, follow along we're going to continue to pump out content and good luck That's all I really got
1: i'm still kind of getting used to the discord thing so not as active as i was in slack i will say that but um you know if you're watching it on the video forum you guys have been doing great with the youtube stuff um i think we've had 40 views on your two uh sunday on sunday's podcast for monday's games for both malcolm and dylan so nice job boys and uh thanks for all the support we're at like 39 subscribers and like one week of being up so that's uh really great and we thank you all for uh, doing that follow us on twitter malcolm is mal underscore b underscore sport dylan d rock with two k's 24 on twitter and then me 77 the word 70 the number 7nb on twitter you can follow us um wherever you're listening to the podcast subscribe to wherever you're listening to the podcast and it's mlb gambling podcast on youtube
0: Yeah, the DGENs are ultra-reliable when it comes to supporting anything uh, that the SGP network uh, gets up to. And for that, we are always very appreciative. Um, Thank you very much, Noah. Thank you very much, Dylan. Uh, Some variety of the gang will be back tomorrow to look after Wednesday's games. Um, And until then, we will see you down the road. Cheers.